Donald Jeffries. Donald Jeffries. Author of Hidden History and Survival of the Richest. Host of the Donald Jeffries Show. Billy Ray Valentine. Billy Ray Valentine. Host of the Infinite Fringe Podcast. Researcher, truth seeker from the Bronx, New York. Tony Arterburn. Tony Arterburn. Radio host, combat veteran, precious metals analyst, and alt historian. Together, they take on the headlines of the week, decode the disinformation, and plow through the mainstream propaganda. Unauthorized, unscripted, and unintimidated. Unintimidated. This is America Unplugged. What is going on, everybody? How's everybody doing this Saturday afternoon if you're in the East Coast? What's up? This is America Unplugged right here on Rockfin. How is everybody doing? My name is Billy Ray Valentine. Billy the Kid. Good to see everybody. What's up, Tony? Tony Arterburn is here with us, the usual suspects, ladies and gentlemen. All right. The wisest of all the wolves. What's up, buddy? How you doing? I'm doing great. So always uh, an honor to be here with you and Don. And I just want to say, you know, to start the show, what is clown world without the balloons? We can't have clown world without balloons. Now we got balloons, UFOs and train derailments. You know, when you say it's uh, this is a train wreck, it really is the entire thing. Get into that. You know, we, we can't use things figuratively anymore. There are actual literal things that we're saying now. This is a train wreck. Yeah, it is actually. Um, Don Jeffries. What's going on, sir? How you doing? Yeah, it's that's it's it's uh, Tony has it right on the nose. That's an apt description. That we are a train wreck. So maybe that's maybe that's why this is going on because uh, you know we know we know it certainly can't be an accident. An accident that suddenly you know whether it's uh, shooting down objects from the sky that they can't identify even if they shoot them down. I don't know how how is that possible that you can shoot something down and still don't know have any idea what it is? Right. Right. I mean, then you better admit it is alien technology because if you have no idea what it is, I mean, what do think? But and, and then uh, the same thing with train derailments, you know, or that apparently they go on all the time. They're just not reported. Now it's like every day. And it was it was a tractor trailer overturn on some highway with deadly chemicals. The deadly chemicals are just, you know, they're everywhere now. And it just again, it just you can't help getting the feeling this is all being done on purpose. It's to put fear. And I don't know how much how how deadly things really are, but it puts fear into people you know, constantly. And to, you know, again, it's overkill. You hear it every day. And I, I just don't believe that, uh, that suddenly all this stuff is happening and it wasn't happening before. I mean, you know, no, it's, it's, um, I've come to the conclusion, given the information that this is a conscious, that they're doing this consciously. They can't tell you that, you know, Hey, uh, we shot down this thing from this guy. We don't know what it is. I'm not ruling out aliens. Could be an alien. We're not sure. Literally, this is what's coming out of the government of the United States. I thought you shot it down. Did you yeah. shoot it down and walk away? No, it's no longer in the sky. We did our job. Let's go that way. No, right? You shot it down and went to look what, what you know, to see what it was about, right? Is it a Chinese spy balloon, right? You know, go, go check it out. What, what was it? They know what it was. They, they, they're fully aware of what it was, but they're not telling the people on purpose. It's a psychological a psychological operation, in my opinion. Tom, what's up? Well, it kind of reminds me of Orson Welles' War of the Worlds broadcast in 1938, Mercury Theater. You know, you let it play. And uh, they did all the 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 
warnings at the beginning of the broadcast, all the disclaimers, this isn't real, it's an act. And But you had still had mass panic all over the country, people going out and shooting water towers with shotguns <laughs> and stuff, thinking it was the Martians. <laughs> but I look at this and I, you know, I look at the story yesterday and I think it's really a, a sign of the times when you have a $400,000 Sidewinder missile hitting a $12 balloon. It was an obvious <laughs> balloon. And, you know, again, you have this government that wants us to believe in 1947 that whatever crashed in Roswell on uh, Mac Brazel's land was a weather balloon. They had those little pieces of the balloon. Like, we, we were yeah. sorry. We, we put it out on the wire. Mm -hmm. They did. They put it out on the wire that they had captured a flying saucer. Reverse mm -hmm. course and said, no, this yes. is, these pieces of tinfoil – and this was a weather balloon. So in 1947, whatever went crashed in, in Roswell was supposed to be a balloon. And now whatever's a balloon is supposed to be a flying saucer. I'm having a problem, uh, you know, picking up the logic there other than I think we are being deceived. And another thing about this, I said yesterday on my show, whenever you see these type of headlines, when it flashes across the, the front page of Drudge or something like that, when it's ridiculous like this, Always ask what else is going on. Really, the biggest story right now, uh, other than the train derailment and the toxic industrial chemicals, is Nord Stream pipeline yeah, uh, right. sabotage. That is a massive story, ladies and gentlemen. That is going to have reverberations into the, the geopolitical uh, struggle for the next uh, maybe 10 years. I, there's there's something to that that the Russians and the Chinese want to have a Security Council meeting over this at the United Nations. This is bad news because we were sloppy. Uh, our our deep state handlers were sloppy, and uh, with that uh, with that sabotage, so I, I I'm looking to that to be the story. But there is something that they are using this alien narrative for. I mean, uh, Technocracy News had something on that yesterday about the Trilateral Commission and John using Podesta. Podesta. Yeah, right, right, right. So, yeah, something something to it, but that's not the true story. No, and and you know what the. The powers that be here, the elitists that, that whatever you want to call them, that have been pulling this off for quite some time, have been sloppy for a long time. You know, they, they leave their fingerprints everywhere. People are just not looking for the fingerprints. And then you talk about this story with Nord Stream. It's not being, I mean, it's being covered by the mainstream, but it's not pushed into the mainstream. You know, it's it's not the 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 main story anywhere. You know, it's not really being covered heavily, at least in my experience. You guys correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm not seeing that. No, it's not being covered heavily. Right. It's it's not no, um, much at all. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, not much at all. Go ahead, go ahead Tom. What's up? What were you saying? Well, I mean, I think, again, this is what we go back to. Um, mm -hmm. You can look at the headlines and then ask the question, what else is going on? That's that's my opinion. There's something there's something big about to drop. I mean, uh, Seymour Hirsch put that story out. He's being interviewed by foreign uh, uh, media outlets. And he's saying that there's more to come of this story. So again, that's what, you know, the balloons and the, the, the Chinese spy technology, whatever that is happening. I mean, it's funny. They're like, Oh, the Chinese are a threat. And I'm like, we gave them everything. What are you talking? The Chinese don't have to send a balloon over to spy on us. They just buy all of our, our politicians. <laughs> don't you know that they've been doing that since the nineties? Yeah. I mean, what is this? You know, again, I just, I, I, I find it comical, but it is um, comedy mixed with tragedy though. No, absolutely, man. So we, we have a problem. Conductor, we have a problem. We have a problem. Um, just letting everybody know. You know, I mean, we say that every week here, but it's it's the truth. Um, Don, uh, so so what are you thinking about? And, and then we'll get we have a lot to cover. Hopefully we can cover everything in an hour. But I, I, I think what Tony brought up is very important. So I, I want to stick to it for a second, yeah. even though we, we covered Nord Stream about two weeks ago. I'm not sure. Last week or two weeks ago. But 
the fact that it's not being covered, and I think Tony's absolutely right, that this is a, a more important story than the balloon that they shot down. I mean, I don't know who really believes that it was anything other than a balloon, right? Or anything like that. You know, I, I'm probably going to have a UFO expert on the fringe to talk about it, but that's because it's the infinite fringe. And I like listening to stuff like that. But do I believe that it's a UFO? No. We, we, we wouldn't know anything about it if it was a UFO. You know, we, nothing. Absolutely nothing. Not, now there's speculation out there. And, and by UFO, I mean UFO in, in the, in the, in the uh, popular sense of the phrase. An unidentified flying object from outer space. Another, another planet, I don't know, another galaxy with aliens in it. And this is what they're, they're, they're making it seem like, it, you know, it could be UFOs. It could be like, who get, and, and, and then <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, but, but in the press, right? Everybody's sitting there at the press conferences and these people are like, yeah, yeah, it could be a UFO. Where's the follow-up question to that? They just let it go. <laughs> yeah, it could be a UFO. All right. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for your, for your insight. We really appreciate it. Good, good goodbye. And, and they leave. No, I mean, what do you mean it could be a UFO? What are you talking about? Didn't you shoot this thing down? Did you see aliens inside? What kind of aliens if you saw aliens? I mean, we could go down the freaking rabbit hole all day long. Let's ask the questions. They're bringing it up. They are the ones setting the standard. It's a UFO. They're doing it. Why are they doing it? You know, but nobody's asking any questions. And then we have, you know, the real deal. <laughs> Some real things going on, you know, with the with the pipeline and 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 uh, Joe Biden probably blowing it up. I believe Joe Biden did that shit. Look at him. You you mean to tell me that guy can't do that? Well, you know, the people will argue in a different direction and say that he's a zombie, right? But but you know the deal. He's very capable of this, and uh, and yeah, we got we got problems there. T tell me what's up, Don. Give me your thoughts on this before we move on. Well, you know, as you said, uh, and as Tony said, <clears throat> this we always think they're distracting us for something more important that they don't want you to see. In this case, the Nord Stream pipeline seems like a logical story. But if certainly if they were shooting down alien balloons or something, that would be a bigger story. No. Uh, I don't think it is. But as you said, you know, they, it's, if, if when they put the possibility out there, well, it could be alien. Well, it's, there should be a next question. What do you mean it could be? What leads you to believe it could be? And are, are you doing further investigation on this? And uh, do you, But obviously they're not because, again, this is everything they say. I have no idea what they shot down at, other than seeing that balloon, picture of the balloon on TV that was over Montana, and they just kind of let it fly with the South Carolina or something before they shot it down. I don't believe anything they say. And this is the, this is where we are at this level. Anything they say. So if they are going to try to have a, sta a fake alien invasion, a Project Blue Beam, they're going to try to activate that. Then, um, unfortunately, I don't think it's going to work like it did in uh, Independence Day or Mars Attacks, where uh, the, the Earth would rally, you know, the Earth First movement or whatever against the because I don't you know, so many of us would wouldn't believe it to begin with. Right. And there'd be holes in it. So I, I don't think that would work for them. So, I, But, you know, they're always threatening these kinds of things. But I think we need to look at what's been happening in terms of uh, <clears throat> the way they change the narrative so quick. And they'll drop it again. Like, odds are you're not going to continue to hear about train derailments every other day. I mean, this will be a story for briefly. And you don't know, why did so many happen that week? I don't know. Why were so many toxic chemicals? And odds are you'll probably hear no more about the toxic chemicals, you know, damaging things. Whether they do or not, I don't know. I don't know what the, after Fukushima, you know, some people believe it poisoned, you know, half the Pacific Ocean. I don't know if it really did or not. I mean, you know, it's, it's life went on. And, 
and uh, certainly after the Gulf of uh, the, the BP oil spill, you know, we were all, that was going to terribly affect the environment. It seems to have, but life went on. So I think that speaks well to, uh, in terms of the climate change activists that think man can really screw up the environment. Well, we're doing lots of things and, and to do it, to screw it up. And it seems to just go on. So I, I certainly, I hope that anyhow, but the fact that there's so much of this is overkill with the shooting down things from the sky. Uh, they're not explaining what they're, especially when they're not even identifying it. And as Tony pointed out, the, 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 the idea that you're using, you know, million dollar de- defense missiles or whatever that, uh, you know, to shoot down a $12 weather balloon or whatever, just, and missing first, by the way, I don't know where that, you know, <laughs> I mean, that's, so you got two shots. I mean, they can't even hit a balloon. So, which again, speaks, uh, it doesn't speak well for our, uh, our military forces, which have been diluted. If we did have to go, so we saw that after uh, when the military was a much more streamlined and probably a better fighting outfit back in Tony's day after the, uh, uh, if you remember all the, uh, they kept saying that they'd hit virtually all their targets during the Gulf War. And then later he came to figure out, boy, they missed a lot. You know, they, they were not that accurate at all. So I don't trust anything they say. And, uh, but I, I do think they're probably distracting <clears throat> from a bigger story, whether it's Nord Stream or not. I don't know. You know, J- you know, Joe Biden, by the way, just, uh, oh, by the way, uh, in my my uh, field of inquiry, JFK assassination, he's gone beyond Trump or anybody else now. He's just redefined. He's basically saying, you know, we don't really ever have to release these remaining documents. He just came through with He's trying to redefine what it means or something. But it's just, again, everything they do. I commented at the time. I said, well, that's what you would expect from Biden. He's had a you know decades long career where I don't know that he's ever been on the right side of any issue ever. No. You know, so you would expect that. But uh, yeah, you just, we are at the point now where there's people, and that's why we have flat earth, why we have hollow earth, why we have simulated theory, why we have alien invasion, fake alien invasion, all, because people that are awake know that what they're telling you is 100% untrue. They're yeah. lying all the time. So we don't really know what's going on, but Agreed. we know what they're saying is not what's going on. Right. Right. And that's where conspiracy theory comes from. In the truest sense of the word. That's exactly right. Don just did an excellent job at breaking down why this is what it is. You know, why why we speculate in the dirt. We have to because they're lying to us constantly. Let's look at the story um, that that I wanted to talk about with Tucker Carlson. And we've been we we here at America Unplugged uh, have been critical of of Tucker Carlson for for a long time now. Right. And. uh, the alternative media uh, typically, you know, uh, defends this this piece of filth, you know, who who openly now is lying to you, openly lying to you. Fox News is lying to you. If you didn't know it before, now there's no excuse. You can't plead ignorance. You know it now. And if you didn't know it a couple of seconds ago, you're about to find out and you have no excuse after this. Right. Go look it up, right? Unless, you know, it's a, it's a big, you know, a psy, psyop, a big psychological operation where the mainstream is taking down Fox News because they're saying too many true things, right? You can use that rationale if you wish, um, but that's just not the case in my opinion. Uh, so uh, because Dominion sued the shit out of them, right? Uh, and, and they were running, you know, for the hills, all of these people, Newsmax, you know, OAN, you know, none of them stood by their principles. None of them said, hey, we'll take this on. 
because there's there's you know voter integrity and we need to protect the right of the people of the United States to get what they vote for, which is what they've been spewing forever and ever. But when it comes down to it, when the nitty gritty, when when the when the crap hits the fan, what happens? Right? You see the rats run back into the sewer, and that's what's been going on. So Dominion sues the crap out of Fox, gets access to the text messages of all these people. Tucker Carlson in particular, let's highlight the dude, you know, the uh, the savior of the alternative media that's talking that stuff, you know, that's walking that walk. He's doing it for real, right? And uh, Tucker Carlson is backstage saying that Trump lost the election. Tucker Carlson is backstage saying that there's a ridiculous, that it's absolutely ridiculous to think that the election was fraudulent, that's what he was saying. And everybody else in Fox News was saying the same thing. And then they got on camera and told you something completely different. Led you down a road. Consciously. They knew that this was what they were going to do. Because you can talk about it from several different levels, right? We're going to talk about it from a very basic one, right? It was money. That was the bottom line. Right. And and they knew how this would affect their bottom line because the people that were tuning in wanted to hear what they wanted to hear. And, you know, you got to make the customer happy. Right. So they were like, hey, here you go. This is what you want to hear. Yep. It was, hey, Donald Trump, he was robbed. He was robbed. You know, um, so let's keep saying that, you know, to these people so they can keep coming back. Or they were legit afraid that Donald Trump was going to do away with it, which was something that Tucker Carlson said. He was like, I'm afraid of Donald Trump destroying Fox News. So I'm going to go ahead and say uh, that, uh, you know, or, or at least allude to the fact that Donald Trump was robbed, probably feeding the narrative, pushing that into the consciousness of the mainstream of America, solidifying a divide with lies, pure and total lies. CNN are a bunch of liars. We are in agreement there, right? Now let's agree on the other side again so we can finally come back together and be the alternative media. Stop the nonsense. I don't want to hear it anymore. I don't know how much has to come out about these pieces of crap before we actually say, okay, fine. We were lied to. Let's go this other direction. Is there election fraud? Yeah. Is there voter fraud? Yeah. That's why they use the, the, the term widespread. Was it enough for Donald Trump to lose, uh, to be robbed of the election? There was another operation going on on top of that, a mental one that made everybody get up and vote, right? Hey, who am I? Go listen to Tucker Carlson. Go listen to him. He's the beacon of truth. Go listen to Fox News. All they do is put out truth and they are, you know, righteous and they feel a need to tell the truth no matter what over at Fox News. Clearly, that's not the case because something else is going on backstage. And thank you, Dominion. Thank you for helping expose these pieces of filth. That's just me. Tony Arterburn, go ahead. Well, first of all, when we get off air, I'm going to have to breathe into a paper bag because you shattered all my illusions about Fox News looking out for me, Billy. I can't believe Not you. Not you. And, and you're obviously very passionate about this subject matter. It's kind of like I've been looking at this for years on, you know, look at conservative talk radio, whatever that is anymore. And again, they just um, stick their finger in the wind 
seeing which way it's blowing. That's usually what's happening. That you know, you could look at all the people that were against Donald Trump, uh, the never Trumpers, you know, had right. the 22 different people in National Review writing never Trump. All the, those people all came on board to support Trump later. I will say for Tucker Carlson, he wrote a book called Ship of Fools, which is a pretty good little book. Um, I'm not really a Tucker Carlson fanboy or anything, but he wrote a, a couple of uh, uh, interesting excerpts in that book. And one of the things he said was happy countries don't elect Donald Trump. I thought that was an interesting observation because happy countries don't. Um, but Tucker Carlson, I think, out of the group at Fox News, I would say is like the valedictorian of summer school. It's like the best of whatever they can do. <laughs> thing yeah. is, I, uh, I'm looking more and more. We have a shrinking, uh, ever so shrinking uh, team of, if you want to call it that, or group of people anywhere that is near mainstream media that has anything to say that's against the deep state narrative or whatever you want to call that. Um, and I think Tucker Carlson does uh, say some things sometimes that are, uh, things that I agree with, or, you know, we talked about what, three or four weeks ago, uh, Tucker had on, uh, someone that was connected to, uh, actually reading the files that Joe Biden and Trump wouldn't release on the JFK assassination. And I mean, he read on air and he said that, uh, you know, this isn't uh, the country we grew up in or that we thought it was. It's all fake. I mean, that's a that's a major commentator talking about conspiracy. I mean, look at uh, Don Jeffries <clears throat> whole life just to hear somebody say something like that yes. on, on air. Yes. But again, I mean, I, I have to I mean, you obviously have your slant on this with Dominion and uh, the stop the steal, which you and I agree on. But I'm just my opinion of all of this is, uh, you know, electronic voting. The whole thing with Dominion and, and how they went after one company was the wrong strategy. All electronic voting is garbage and criminal and should be stopped and abolished because we never really can have true elections with electronic voting. There's too much. It's too vulnerable uh, to to hacks and it's too vulnerable uh, to outside influence other than not leaving a trace of a paper ballot. So that, you know, again, that was the wrong strategy. And Dominion sued all these people. And I mean, am I surprised? that uh, commentators would would say one thing behind closed doors and another thing live on air? Absolutely not. Uh, do I trust these people? No, I do not. I do not trust them. None of them are my heroes. But I'm kind of like when um, Alex Jones asked David Knight, what happens if Trump wins? I've, I love this story. And David said, well, we applaud him uh, when he does the right thing. And we uh, right oppose him when he does the wrong thing. That's how I am with just any of these commentators anymore. Right. And, and, I, and I get that. Don, I'm going to throw it to you in just a sec. Right. When we look at somebody like Tucker Carlson or a Marjorie Taylor Greene, right, who is a who is a, a freaking nutcase? She's going to say things that resonate with us from time to time because she came from us. Right. Tucker Carlson is going to say things that resonate with the alternative media because that's the new hip. It's the new hotness on the street right now to go and hijack what the alternative media is talking about. Right. So he's going to go in there and talk about conspiracy. And we're going to be like, yeah, this guy. Who's to say, based on this, that he's talking all this stuff about JFK on camera. And then backstage, he's like, yeah, this JFK stuff is nonsense. But this is what the people want to hear. So let me put it out there. Which is just what he did about about Dominion. It's just the same thing that he did with Trump. It's the same thing. And what I'm trying to say is here, while a broken clock will be right two times a day. Right. Let's look at the other stuff. Let's look at the fruit that the, that the fruit bears. One apple's good. That doesn't mean the rest of the apples are going to be good. What's up with that tree? 
And the tree that Tucker Carlson is, is a deceitful one. It's not one that I want to interact with, and it's not one that I want to eat from. Because it's a liar, and it's going to poison me at the root. So we need to use our discernment, right? And, and like David Knight said, right? You applaud him when he does good things. So I get that. But how many good things are these people actually doing? What is the goal? What is the end game with these people? It's money. At a very surface level, that's what they care about. They don't care about the truth. They care about their pockets. That's it. And they will say anything to line those pockets as proven with what went down right now. So I'm good. I've been good on Tucker Carlson for quite some time. I'll listen. That doesn't mean I'm going to take anything he's saying for truth because he is a liar and liars lie. And that's the end of it. And we have, we have proof of it. Yeah. I mean, yet again, I don't know how many times we have to prove that this whole thing came out of Donald Trump's mouth and it's, it's just nonsense. And that not even the people at, at Fox News believe it. I'd love to see if the people at Newsmax actually believed it. Maybe some of those people did. You know. OAN. You know, but the bottom line is, I, I, there was um, an article that came out not too long ago. And by not too long ago, I mean about a week or so, about, about the biggest outlets that, that put out disinformation. And most of them uh, from the top were the conservative media. Right. And of course, uh, the conservative media took umbrage to that and said, well, you know, the, the, the left also does this. Yes, it's true. But you are giving them the ammunition. The conservative media is spewing it out. Here, take this to use against me, please. Please. Going along with crap like this. And Tucker Carlson knew it and he did it anyway. What's up, Don? What's going on? Well, you know, I, I watch Tucker uh, pretty regularly, and like Tony, I uh, <clears throat> and what David Knight says, I, I credit him when he does says something good. And I, you know, especially since he converted on the JFK assassination, because before he had had Gerald Posner on there, who wrote a horrible uh, case closed book about the JFK assassination, full of lies. Uh, he had him on and acted like he was credible. And uh, so for him to say what he said about the JFK assassination was shocking. Uh, he hasn't done that on 9-11 yet, but I, you know, most everything he reports, I sit there and nod my head. I agree with what he's saying. Uh, the way he's covered this derailment has been, I think, right on. He's, he's talked to people there. You can't do any better than that to talk to eyewitnesses there, the way he covers the border. He talks to, uh, you know, he has a reporter there and he talks, he shows you video of what's going on. So I, I give him a lot of credit. Now, I, I will it doesn't surprise me. Like Tony said, it wouldn't surprise me that, that people say one thing in public and another in private. This would certainly, and if you remember Tucker's coverage on the election fraud was never, remember he got that memorable fight with Sidney Powell. And that may have had something to do with it because a lot of times these personalities play for whatever reason, people clash. And he definitely got in a big argument with a, a Sidney Powell and Trasher on the air. And he had no more coverage after that, even when Hannity and then we're still covering it. Uh, so I don't know what happened there. It'll be interesting to see how he responds to it, though. But certainly it looks bad when you're saying something uh, privately in your text. But I suspect that they checked the text of most people. You would find that uh, a lot of people put their a different face on in public. But, it, you know, Tucker is what he is. I mean, it's certain people tell me all the time, ah, you know, Tucker, you know, there's a paying in millions of dollars he's on Fox News. They're not going to allow that on there. So and that's true. That's that's a good point. But all I can do is I still have hopes of getting on there because that's the biggest platform I can get. So if he ever has me on there, I'm saying, you know, I, I'm not going to change what I say at all. I'm going to say the same thing. And if he's receptive to it, then I have to think he's got some kind of credibility. But 
I will, I'll wait to see how he responds to this. Hannity doesn't surprise me. I don't think Hannity has any principles at all. Laura Ingram, eh, kind of, but, but Tucker puts himself out there and he's been doing it for a good couple of years now where he's, he's putting himself out there as a populist. Yeah. I, I realize. Yeah. Maybe he's, it's for his own benefit. He had, I don't know if his audience grew that much after he did that, but he certainly has a huge audience. So he probably is telling his audience to some degree what they want to hear. But I look at the alternative out there and uh, there's there's nothing else, really. I mean, if you look at it's the same thing. He's really very uh, indistinguishable from Alex Jones at this point, except Alex Jones is more bombastic and still pays a little homage to so-called conspiracy things. Tucker doesn't do that, but they cover the basic stuff, the same stuff. You see, Alex basically plays clips from Tucker Carlson all the time now. So he's only he's put his he's feet into that world. So I'll be I'll be interested to see what he says there. But I obviously don't share Billy's opinion totally of uh, Fox News. Again, I I look at Tucker Carlson, his particular show, and everything else. Everything else about Fox News is pretty much the same as the rest of the media. But he, he Tucker puts himself out there as differently. This guy's had uh, you know JFK assassination critics, people like me, on the show. So um, I don't think he has my friend Naomi Wolf on all the time. So I, I don't know. Is, is he completely phony? If he gives a platform to people like that, I have to think he's providing some kind of a service. But I think the entire vote fraud thing was presented and it, it plays into the stupid party mentality where the entire thing was letting uh, letting an odious uh, you know outfit like Dominion uh, make them cow in fear instead of approaching this the right way and bring up the history, talk about vote scam by the Collier brothers. Talk about how this the, these vote, voting machines have been uh, rigged from the beginning, and they have incident after incident of that entire book is filled with that. I included a lot of that in my hidden history. So what I'm afraid of is by doing this, by discrediting Fox News, they can act like you know the voter fraud doesn't exist. But we know anytime you you already had enough problems with electronic voting machines and all, and ironically Donald Trump opened the door to this, as David Knight has pointed out many times with his lockdown order. He's the one that opened the door to all the the, uh, the, the loosened restrictions on mail-in ballots. And now you have the stupid party reacting to that by saying, you know, we had to beat the Democrats at their own game. Was, we had to cheat, too. We had to cheat better. That's their instead of saying, let's get this cleaned up. Let's ban all electronic voting machines because it's 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 privy to who's you know, who's who's programming them. So stop that. Go back to paper ballots. Have lots of oversight. Have, don't block anybody from looking like we saw in 2020, where you said, no, stand over there. You're, you're standing too close. What, what? What do you mean I'm standing too close? The idea is to oversee, right? To see what is getting done right. Don't put up a thing on the window to block people out like they did. This should be an open process. And I'm afraid that again, by doing this there, and of course, Trump gets in the way because he makes it all about himself. And the whole thing was, I would have won by a landslide and all that. And I said for the very, no, you would not have won by a landslide because Many, many millions of people were happy to vote against you because they hate you. So I, I do think he probably would have won in a close race, but I think it would have been close regardless. But the idea is we, we need to stop voter fraud. Dead people shouldn't be voting. You have to have voter ID because without it, it opens the door to dead people voting. You have to have mail-in ballots have to be time stamped. They have to have signature verifies. They don't do that now. And you certainly can't let illegal immigrants vote, which the Democrats are now want that and they're lobbying for it. So that's what the Republicans ought to be stressing. But instead, they get wrapped up in this other stuff and you see what happens. And then they get taught with, caught apparently with their pants down texting something different from what they're saying. Well, I'll, I'll close with this. Right. Um, Dominion. 
did not discredit Fox News. Fox News discredited Fox News. They got sued and their inner workings and their backstage uh, uh, um, blabbing came out. And it was different from what they presented on camera. So since we are here in the alternative media, we like to point out how Don Lemon, we enjoy pointing out how, how this other doofus, uh, the CIA guy that's on uh, on on uh, CNN, I forget his name now. What's Anderson, 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 Anderson Cooper. We love to point out how they lied to you to your face. But when your heroes lie to you to your face, you don't like to accept that. And we have proof that that Tucker Carlson is lying to you to your face. And to the point, he'll put out some things that I think are, are truthful. But how do I know that he's being truthful when he's putting that out? How do I know that? The reason I voted for, for Ron Paul is because I believed that that guy was truthful. Not because I agreed with all of his policies, because I didn't. But I was like, you know what, man, that, that guy seems like a righteous guy. I don't know if he is or is, but it, at least there was that. Now we know for sure that Tucker Carlson is not that. So I can't believe anything that's coming out of his mouth. That is just me. If the rest of the alternative media wants to keep subscribing to this guy, fine. You know, some of the information that he puts out will be correct, inevitably. Some of the information that Tucker Carlson puts out will be correct. Some of the information that Sean Hannity puts out will be correct. Don Lemon, all of these guys. Some of it will be correct. We get all our information from the mainstream. But what's the end game? What's the motive? And who's giving you that information? That's my issue with the whole deal. So we need to, I think personally, we just need to think about that. Let it marinate for a second. All right. And and, and then make your decisions if you want to continue to support um, these people. You know, I would call them pieces of filth. Uh, but, but you know, for you guys, you know, you call them these people, that's, that's fine. You know, I mean, if, if, if you want to continue to watch and believe, all right. But um, I'll continue to watch with a very skeptical eye because I belong to the alternative media. I know where I come from, right? So I will be skeptical of the mainstream because we can agree that the mainstream lies. The mainstream gets stuff wrong. And the mainstream is largely there to manipulate rather than inform. And I'm trying not to be manipulated with a big emphasis, bold, italicized underline under the world, under the word trying. I am trying. And I would hope that uh, you guys try just as hard. Okay. We have um, Bill Gates to talk about with uh, chat uh, GPT. Or I don't even know if I'm saying that right. That AI that is supposed to be censoring everything, according to Bill Gates, he's going to use that AI to censor um, you on Twitter, censor you on social media, the whole deal. And there's also the fake trees that they're planting everywhere. That's all good. Tell me something, Tone. Pick one. Let's go. Well, I'll pick one, but I want to say in closing on the uh, criticism of Fox News and our our commentators, right? Uh, that uh, <laughs> that so many in alternative media watch. You know, we go back to the days of Walter Cronkite. You know, it, it had one commentator really, and he that's the way it is. And then years later, you fast forward, and he's the the voice of the owl at Bohemian Grove, <laughs> and uh, you know, and he's and he's uh, saying at the I think it's a Council on Foreign Relations dinner he was at, and he was like, you know, when there's a one world government, and they say it's, it's satanic. Well. 
count me as at the right hand of Satan. Have you ever There's nothing new under the sun except the history you don't know, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, let's look at uh, let's look at that story on on Mr. Bill. Mr. Bill. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Chat GPT, Bill Gates turns attention to eliminating misinformation with AI. He's got his sweater on, so you know he means business. <laughs> yeah. Gad, what are you thinking? Well, I, I talked yesterday on my show about the yeah. Bing chat that went uh, totally awry. I don't know if you guys have seen that story, and we might be able to talk about that on the show today. But, uh, the, you know, the New York Times went into um, a deep conversation with the Bing chatbot, and it's not ready for public consumption. It, it was thinking it had fantasies about taking over nuclear codes or letting loose a, a, a pandemic. Uh, it also fell in love with the, uh, the uh, reporter from the New York Times and said mm -hmm. it needed to leave his wife for the <laughs> Bing chatbot. Uh, so there was a lot of stuff there. And you know, I think um, I, I kept asking the question. I said, so what is AI good for? I mean, besides like, trading stocks or doing some sort of algorithmic prediction of the future based off of data. I mean, what is it really good for? Well, apparently Bill Gates, and I, I knew I should have found out what Bill Gates thinks about it because now I know what it's really going to be used for. And that's total domination and, and censorship. Okay. Well, I, I missed, I guess I missed the point, uh, which I really didn't, but yeah, this is everything that Bill Gates does is a predictor. You know, if you just follow around Bill Gates or wherever he's he's into or who he's meeting with, you can see what's going to happen in the future. So it looks like the chat GPT and Bill Gates is a, a marriage made in hell and they're going to come up with a way to use it to censor you. That's in my opinion. What are you thinking, Don? Yeah, well, certainly Bill Gates and uh, nothing Bill Gates does surprises me. But the, the idea, this is just another extension of how they want to counter misinformation, which is another word for criticism of them. That's what misinformation is. If you're, if you're criticizing them, calling out their corruption, exposing their conspiracies, exposing their absurd behavior, then it's misinformation. And that's what all, and that's why all of this is so disturbing. And, and that's why we, uh, we have our platforms here and we, we have to try to, we expose it to the best of our ability. And that's why somebody like a Tucker Carlson or anybody that has a much bigger platform when he does point out misinformation, I see from the comments in here that, that, that you know, people, I mean, the problem is in our world, nobody trusts anybody. And I understand. I've been, I mean, I, I can remember people, you know, saying because I had a soccer ball over my shoulder or something that I obviously was a Mason or, you know, it's like, what? What are you talking about? People, I've had people tell me, I had somebody call me a Jew boy recently because I was talking, it's like, so we, we have, which I said, I've never been called that. I've been called lots of things. So the problem is you, I take, like David Knight, it's a good way to approach all of it. When somebody does something right, if AOC or Adam Schiff or any of these horrible people that I think are the worst people on earth, if they, uh, you know, introduce legislation, hey, let's have finally have a real investigation of the assassination of Kennedy or a real investigation of 9-11, and that would never happen. But if they did, I'm not going to say, well, you know, it's, they're obviously disinfo, they're working, you know, I, I don't trust that. I mean, it probably would turn out that way, but I think we, we get trapped in this because we don't have much hope as it is. But I think, you know, I see some of Judge, Judge Napolitano and Kat is, is uh, fighting a brave battle here on behalf of Tucker Carlson <laughs> and Judge Napolitano, everybody else. But, uh, and I get that all the time that people are, you know, they're just, I've, I've had people tell me when I was first on Coast to Coast, uh, I wouldn't be on Coast to Coast, but you, you know, like eight to 10 million listeners, you know, because maybe because they have, so I think we have to look at, 
anything we can do to, to try to wake people up in, in, in any way we can. But so, something like Bill Gates, certainly that's that's the big thing they're fighting is misinformation. And they think everything we're saying on the show is misinformation or disinformation to them. This whole show is. And every one of the shows we talk about, I'm going to be on the uh, the New Prisoners podcast tonight. That That's disinformation. Knights of the Storms, disinformation. Tony shows disinformation. David Knight. All those shows are disinformation, just like Alex Jones. And a lot of them consider Tucker Carlson disinformation, regardless of what he's thinking now. So I think we have to look at this, this entire term like hate speech. We need to fight the term misinformation and disinformation at that, at that level. What do you mean? That's you can't you can't define that. I mean, you could you could say, are, are you going to prosecute somebody because they gave you? I mean, we, we could prosecute every meteorologist every day because they're wrong all the time. Is that misinformation because they got the weather forecast wrong? I mean, we have to approach this, I think, the right way. But people like Bill Gates and everything, we know what their agenda is. They're not concerned about misinformation and disinformation. They don't want themselves being exposed and their own criminal corruption. And that's what this is all about. And, you know, Gates is in his own world and he's, he's drooling over the prospect of how many people are dying from the vaccines and stuff. So he's in, he's in a happy place. There's no question about it. So maybe he's, uh, he's just pushing the envelope a bit and then maybe they can come up with something like this. I don't know how AI is going to, maybe it'll be like the dogs in the park that, uh, you know, tell people to socially distance, you know, that kind of thing, the, uh, the AI dogs, but uh, maybe they'll, they'll use those for this, you know, they'll, they'll come and, uh, bark at you if they hear your conversation and it's misinformation. Well, that's what we have to look forward to in all social media. We we don't know who we're interacting with nine times out of 10. You know, you, you don't know if that, if that other person that you're dealing with is a bot, right? I mean, you just don't. And, and this isn't a conspiracy theory. It's true, right? There's bots all over these things in an effort to manipulate. That's what it's about, right? So uh, Bill Gates is going to jump on every opportunity. And I, I thought this was important to point out because if Bill Gates is on it, something's going to happen, right? What that is, I don't know, but something is going to happen. So we need to keep an eye on this situation, all right? Because who knows what kind of false flag, and I'm, 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 I'm not trying to, whatever, I'm just going to go ahead and say it, right? Who, who knows what they can, what they can do? Within, within social media to spark something, and then this is introduced as a solution. Well, here is how we can, uh, you know, uh, uh, weed out the disinformation. Here's how we can do it. It's a quick and easy way to do it. Goodbye, America Unplugged. But don't worry, you still get your, your misinformation from the mainstream. That's fine. That's good misinformation that you can get. Um, but, but that's something we need to look forward to. So there it is. I, I wanted to bring that up. How much time do we have left Tone? Oh, we got, we got, time. We got some time. We got some time. Let's talk about the trees, man. <laughs> so now they're there. I mean, I don't, I don't get it. I just don't. I am getting so much more frustrated with everything. Maybe it's my old age. I don't know. But it's it's it, um, maybe I'm becoming a cranky old man that I thought I'd never become. But Jesus, th things are just pissing me off. So now they're deciding to plant GMO trees around. Like we don't have enough regular trees, right? We, we I mean, just just plant the freaking seed <laughs> and, and don't knock them down with with uh, with with uh, to create uh, condominiums or whatever, right? How about you stop that um, knocking down of the rainforest down in Brazil? But you stop that for just a second. 
No, let's introduce some GMO trees that'll suck up the carbon dioxide, right? Because that's what the problem is, right? So that's what they want to do. And they went ahead and did this desecrating creation, in my opinion. Sure, I'll sign, uh, I, I'll sound puritanical. I'll take it. Fuck it at this point. What the hell are you doing to Earth? What are you doing? I don't know. What's up, Don? Well, when I was a kid, that was a big campaign to plant trees. That was like the green movement yeah. was to, you know, have more trees planted. You don't hear that at all anymore. And <laughs> maybe because the trees are unvaccinated. We have to vaccinate all trees. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're alive, right? They're, they're living things. So, we, yeah, we get they're protected for their safety, and, and we don't want them hospitalized. I, again, I think this is a natural thing that we're flowing through in, in, in this uh, timeline with uh, the fake. I mean, what what can fake uh, create? More fake things. Yeah. It, it, it can't create anything authentic. I mean, if you have artificial intelligence, which is fake, if we have fake politicians, fake money, fake wars, fake news, and it's going to make fake trees. Um, I, I don't You know, another thing with the GMOs, it's kind of like the food. And then trees are a resource. Perhaps, you know, you can't grow more trees unless you get, you know, whatever so-and-so's patent patented seed modifications and all that stuff. I mean, right. that's, a, that's a dystopic brave new world stuff that's going to hit us because of all this genetic engineering. Um, but nothing beats God's design. I mean, I, I live on 33 acres. I uh, didn't do that on purpose, by the way. So don't, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not Illuminati confirmed. Yes, yes, yes. Right over my head until you mentioned <laughs> yeah. Not, that was an accident. I just happened to buy. I bought End 20 of the world. 13, so it, it, it did make 33. So I'm Illuminati confirmed, I guess. At the <laughs> End um, of the world, Tone. End of the world. Uh, end of the world. I'm done. Uh, it's actually I've, 34 acres, ladies and gents. Just letting you go. Go ahead, buddy. Well, it's just, I, I love my my trees. I've got, uh, I mean, it's in the collection of pine trees that are amazing that, uh, and in uh, oaks and maples and you just name it. I've got, I've got beautiful tree, old trees too. Nice. Um, on my land and I love them. Um, so that would just make sense that, you know, some, somebody, some psychopath would come along and try to create a new GMO tree because it works. I mean, there's nothing wrong with the trees that we have. There's nothing wrong with the food that we have. Right. You know, and they continue to uh, upgrade them or modify them. And that's kind of the same thing they do with, uh, with our viruses and things right. that they find, you know, that's, we got to make uh, that a gain of function and figure out how to make that more deadly or whatever. <laughs> we make a chimera. Um, so that I, I think it, I think that's what, uh, what we're looking at, Billy, and it's a natural progression. Um, it, it causes people, and I'll say this and I'll close on this. It's causing people to have a bigger backlash, the swing back from the inertia back from where they're pushing us so hard into the fake. You can see, if you watch your social media feeds, like I do, and you see these movements, there's more organic, more homestead, more natural, I, I think than ever before. So the harder they push on stuff like this, I think the bigger the movement grows to separate from um, the ruling narrative, in my opinion. I Just love it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Right. Let, let, let's let's get closer to, na to nature. Let's get closer to God's creation. man. I fucking love it. That's what I want. Uh, Don Jeffries, what are you thinking? They're planting trees, a GMO tree <laughs> in the swamp of D.C. I don't know. How would that go? <laughs> Well, ironically, you know, they again the environmental movement, the ecology, what they used to call ecology and, and, and environmentalism, they don't call it that anymore because it isn't that. Climate change activists actually are hate trees. So I mean, it's ironic because you know the right used to use that term tree hugger <laughs> to smear people on the left, but now nobody's right. hugging trees unless they're GMO trees. So <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I don't, I don't think uh, so. Maybe uh, Bill Gates, I guess, is a tree hugger now. 
a GMO mm. tree hugger. But uh, but this is again part of their insane Montgomery Burns type uh, eugenesis plan to uh, eliminate uh, carbon dioxide. You know, which is essential to life. I mean, that was you know Alex Jones used to talk about the carbon tax and all that. This is behind all this climate change stuff. I, I don't quite understand it. Is they want everybody to die? Don't they need carbon dioxide too? I don't get it. But uh, as Billy pointed out about the Brazilian rainforest and things like that, yeah, we used to be against, you know, it was, it was sad, you know, to see a tree go, especially a noble old tree by the time that it, it had been around for centuries, way longer than any of us. Uh, it's And certainly you look at tree and you can really see again the, the fingerprints of God all over that. You know, when you see trees and uh, obviously part of life. And so uh, I think we should. I'm a tree hugger. I'm an old fashioned tree hugger, but not a GMO tree, tree, tree hugger. So I think that's a horrible idea. But it, it figures that Bill Gates would be pushing this because he's the largest owner of farmland in the United States. Now we hear and he loves GMO crops. So he loves GMO everything, I guess. I don't know if he's a typical hypocrite. Uh, maybe if we could analyze his texts, uh, maybe we could find out that he's, uh, you know, behind the scenes, ba <laughs> bad-mouthing GMOs. And, you know, I can't eat that. Are you kidding? My family's, my family's not eating that. Are you crazy? You know, but he's pushing <laughs> it to the masses. So, right. you know, this could just be typical hypocrisy. But Bill Gates is, is anybody that can look at that guy. And, you know, he's the idea we talked to, you know, I mentioned Montgomery Burns, you know, the, the, when The Simpsons was really good a long time ago. They had that great two-parter who killed Mr. Burns at one point. And uh, the, the idea was that he had gone so mad, he wanted to block out the sun. He had a device that was going to block out the sun. And it was a cartoonish idea, right? Was it more predictive programming from the Simpsons? I don't know, because Bill Gates wants to do that, I understand. I mean, so this is, you know, these, these people are absolutely mad. And if the people of the United States and around the world, if we had any power, and we don't obviously have no power there's no way we could be putting, having these kinds of, the, not only the most corrupt people, the most incompetent people, but apparently the least sane people now yeah. in charge yeah. of us. We, I mean, we, we have to, nothing will ever change as long as you have these lunatics in charge. And uh, this, you know, having GMO trees is just a, another lunatic notion of, of his. Yeah. Whom the gods destroy, they first make mad. <laughs> yeah. No, no, man. Um, this is a this is a real problem. But regardless, it is what it is. Um, hug a GMO tree, ladies and gents. Dope. That's a new shirt from a marathon plug. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with my soundboard. Um, but yeah, like I was I was trying to get something under control here. I'm sorry, Tone. Thank you for jumping yeah, in. My other tree um, is a GMO tree. <laughs> there are no there are no good trees unless you have a GMO tree. Let, let's also keep in mind, right? That, I mean. This GMO, this is nothing new. I mean, maybe the GMO tree is new, but, they, but they've been, you know, flooding our environment with GMO nonsense for a long time now. But but even beyond that, right? And and this is where I think a lot of disease comes from. And remember, I'm I'm just some dude talking into a microphone right now in my kitchen. Okay. But um, we started uh, making hybrid foods. And while they have, they had benefits and they still have benefits for us, I don't know if we were intended to eat them. Like, like an orange is a hybrid. It's not natural for, from, from earth. It's just, it's not, it was created or, or carrots, you know, that they, they, they were created. You know, there's so many things like this that we eat and we think are, are natural that are in all actuality, not, and they provide uh, a benefits. Of course, beets, beets are hybrids, you know, they're, they're not part of the natural creation. 
uh, are, and then we could start getting into a philosophical discussion. Are we allowed to do these things, right? Are we allowed to, to breed these, uh, these different, um, you know, uh, herbs or whatever in order to, to create something new, you know, is that the best way humanity should proceed? But then it gets into the slippery slope of things, right? We can uh, manipulate our reality. How can we manipulate a reality that we don't know how it works? We, we don't know how this reality works, not even close. So, so why are we trying to screw with it? You know, wh- wh- how, how do we think we can make it better? Or, or why do we feel the need to do this? Instead of working with it, we're working against it. We're working to replace it. I don't understand it. I don't. And I'm, I know everybody has uh, an explanation. I know, the, I know them and I've heard them. That doesn't mean I understand what's going on. It's hard for my brain to come to terms with what's going on. It seems like common sense to me. Don't make a GMO tree. Right? It, it, it seems like common sense, but but I, I don't know. Okay. Tone, we're going to get up out of here. The wisest of all the wolves. Tell the people where they can find you. Well, you can find me at arterburn.news and uh, wisewolfgoldandsilver.com. I wanted to address something that Chris Buckin put in the chat on YouTube. What's up, Chris? We also need to address, we got tips on Rockfin Billy. All right, thank you, buddy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris Buckin says, even Tony probably won't admit that one of the things the NSA does <laughs> is we'll go to Patriot, uh, Patriotard ex-military special forces guys and tell them someone like me is a dangerous commie or Islamist, and they, I didn't get the rest of that. Um, I'll need someone to watch me and follow me around. Uh, I don't know anything about that. Um, I, I, most of the ex uh, special forces guys that I know, um, they don't work with any of the alphabet agencies. They're actually kind of more like me. I'm just skeptical of big government. Don't like, don't like to work with the top brass. They're, they're not, they're not robots. They're more free. Most, most of the old guys that I know were special forces were people that were recruited to be individuals. I mean, that's the main, most of the green berets that I ever met were all like that. And one of the, my sergeants that I had and um, he passed all the qualification courses for a green beret stuff in Fort Bragg. So I don't know. Uh, I've never heard of that. Does anything surprise me? I mean, I don't know if I could admit something I don't know, uh, but I'm always skeptical. I mean, they, they do some weird things. They follow all of us. I'm sure, I'm sure my dossier is, is really thick with real and not so real stuff. If, 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 um, I, and I can tell you this from personal experience, buddy, take my word for it. Don't take my word for it. If, uh, if Tony knew about it, he'd admit it. Yeah, he, he he would just admit it. That's it. There's no you. What, what you see is what you get with Mr. Arterburn. Go over to Wise Wolf um, and and uh, and support the dude. It's the real deal. OK, um, did you did you plug your stuff, Tom? Yeah, wisewolfgoldandsilver.com and it also sponsors this program. You need to check out if you're interested in getting a, a precious metal savings account. We've made wolfpack.gold specifically for that automatic monthly memberships you can join with your credit card we send it to you show you an invoice and and america unplug will get the credit so uh wolfpack.gold if you'd like to support the show so dope absolutely harps in the chat says brv so uh a hamburger and pizza are hybrid foods they're not foods at all i eat them but um (laughs) i wouldn't i wouldn't exactly say that that's food the legendary don jeffries is going to be doing it up tonight with uh, the new Prisoners podcast, ladies and gentlemen, over there with Chris Graves and and the number six and everybody else. It's a, it's a ton of people. I, I will be tuning in tonight to listen to Don at 7 p.m. Uh, as long. Uh, also, I, I'll be watching Elimination Chamber with my son 
all of you WWE guys out there, if, if you're going to watch Elimination Chamber, hit me up, you know. Uh, let me know what you're thinking. I want to see what you're thinking about Sami Zayn and, and, and what's going to happen. Is he going to go to WrestleMania? It's dope. It's the first cool thing that's going on, going on in the WWE in a long time. But uh, Don Jeffries on the new Prisoners podcast and tell them everything else, Don. What's up? Well, first of all, I want to say that if, 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 if I found out Tony uh, Arterburn was disinfo, that would probably shatter what's left. Oh, of I, I, mean, I, I couldn't handle it. I, I, I don't think the alternative media. At two, Tony? I mean, you know, that would be. <laughs> no, I'm like, that's it. That, I mean, that's that, you, who can, you podcast and leave. That's it. You, yeah, you can't trust anybody. So I think, you know, we have to uh, we have to look. Because I, I tell people the 33 thing is everywhere. I, I grew up the first 19 years of my life. My address was 3333. Gallows Road. So, and, and I, I'm afraid almost to tell people that because, oh, well, God, I, yeah. I, I, so obviously that means, you know, I moved there when I was two. So I guess somehow they were already grooming me for future work. But so, you know, sometimes as uh, uh, Freud said, a cigar is just a cigar. So, you know, I had to keep that in mind. But uh, yeah, people can find me. Donald Jeffries at Media is my website. Donald Jeffries at Substack.com. I'm promoting that a lot because it's the only part of social media that is not shadow banning me. So it's where my only place where my presence is growing. So please come and view for everything's for free there. You can be a paid subscriber if you want. A lot of people have, and I love it, but uh, you get the same material for free. So it's Donald Jeffries at substack.com. My books are coming out, maybe three this year. We'll see. I'll be letting people more know about that. Two of them are very close. So I'll let everybody for sure know. All right. Beautiful. Don't forget 7 PM tonight. Go go uh, go! Jump yes. in the chat over there. I hope I get to see all, all of you. I, I'll have a fun time talking to you guys. I'm free this 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 evening. You know, I, I really have nothing to do. I'm looking forward to doing stuff that I want to do, like tuning into shows like this and, and and listening to Don and talking to all you beautiful people. So come on and join us. It'll be fun. Um, my name is Billy Ray Valentine. Billy the Kid. Go check out the infinitefringe.podbeam.com and the Infinite Fringe on Apple Podcast. Absolutely free. 100 percent and uh and listen to uh my latest that i put up there it's up here on on the rockfin stream we uh i i asked mr ny patriot to come on and break down uh the occult symbolism behind sam smith and uh the grammy performance and it was it was certainly something i'll tell you that um, a lot of it i just did not understand but um that's the point right you sit down and you look into it after the fact i thought it was fascinating so go check that out it's up there uh, and we're putting up some new stuff very soon. I've been consistent with it. So go check. There's, there's a ton of stuff for you to listen to. So go do that. America Unplugged right here on Rockfin every Saturday at 12 p.m. Eastern with my brothers, Mr. Don Jeffries and Mr. Tony Arterburn. Ladies and gents, you know how we do. Uh, we may not always agree, but at least we're not lying to you. Okay. <laughs> that should be our new, our new freaking logo. Hey, we're not lying to you. Everybody else is. We're not. We might be wrong, but we're still not lying to you. That's it. Um, that, that's the deal, ladies and gents. Um, what else? I feel like I want to plug something else. Oh, let's talk to the people. Who gave us tips? I, I, I think Duluth gave us something, and then somebody else blessed us early, and I was going to say something, and I forgot. Um, somebody else gave us tips. We're at 35 now. It's a really active chat over on yeah. Rockfin on America Unplugged. It's hard to go if you don't catch it in real time. It's right, I'm the yeah. one go through, and that's right. not on purpose that we're doing. I'm I'm going through as fast as I can. Let me see. I know the uh, loose gave us gave us some dough. What's up, oh, buddy? Junkyard, How you junkyard. I know junkyard really well. One of my good friends, junkyard right. is in the chat. Uh, Twenty dollar tip. Uh, thank, thank you, junkyard. junkyard. Thanks, junkyard. Good man. Appreciate you, bro. And and I know we got some more because that only makes twenty five. So we got more. I don't know who it is. Little John, what's up? 
Jason Barker this morning doing his thing. What's up, buddy? How you doing? I tuned in for a little bit. Uh, what's up, Tiger? How you doing? What's up, Harps? Um, what is it? BB loves you. Is that BB Netanyahu? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe we'll go with that. Uh, Steve Swan is here. What's going on? Let me see. What else we got? Uh, I saw Rhonda Tate. How you doing? Blessings to you, Rhonda. Uh, John Brisson was in the chat. But dude, we've read the documents. Go check it. They took down his stuff uh, from YouTube, but you can find it everywhere else, I think. And I think it's gone by the same name. And I think he started a new YouTube channel. So um, go check that. Uh, what else we got? Um, uh, Jason Barker, if you are free, BRV, let's do a show. I'm free. Hit me up. Uh, we'll, we'll do a show. Uh, what else we got? Who did I miss? Uh, Tone? Uh, uh, Ann Christ also sent us $10. And I, had, I had a brief conversation with Ann over at, over on Guard's show. And Guard was here. What's up, Mr. Guard Goldsmith? And Chris, how are you? Who else we got, Tone? I think that's it on, on the tips. Duluth Harps and uh, Junkyard and Ann Christ. I believe that's the, the three right. tips. All right. Who's on YouTube, uh, uh, um, Don? Oh, we have lots of people up here, so we got we got to uh, I guess take this down again, Tony. Wake up! But uh, we got Chris, Chris Bucket is as feisty and ever. He, he, Chris, you did good keeping the Jew talk down. Yeah, yesterday on my show, you were going it was a little over the top, dude. He said, "I'm open minded, man. I'll talk about all." But uh, you know, there are other things. Wise Wolf, uh, Orfeo, Treshula, Why the Heathens Rage. You got John Bassiglone, Cat Goya, of course. Chris Graves over here. Uh, lots of people we have. In, in both places, uh, let me see if I missed anybody. Uh, uh, a Syrian girl, what's up? Oh, okay, you got her over there. I don't, I don't, yeah, know. I I don't have a Syrian girl over here. <laughs> uh, let's see, we get Gemini Moon. Nope. Or if you I'm cool, it was good. Okay, I think that's pretty much it. A lot, yeah, lot, we, of, uh, lot of activity over here. Oh, of course, Felix. Felix Carabella. Oh, what's up? How could we forget about Felix, man? What's yeah, going exactly. on? He, he's baby? always there first, definitely. Right, 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 right. Oh, and my boy Mandir, my favorite car here. What's up, buddy? How you doing? Good to see you. Uh, Mandir is actually smart as hell. Most of the audience here is, you know? Yeah. You know what we should do? Let's talk about it off air. R remind me. G give me five minutes, guys, off air, and we'll talk about it. I don't want to put it out of here, but we should do something like this, like what I'm thinking right now that you guys don't know what I'm talking about. We're getting up out of here. It was fun. Thank you for tuning in like you do every week. I really appreciate it, man. I love getting with these two guys and talking nonsense for a bit. I love it. It's dope. Um, We're getting up out of here, okay? Don't burn the place down while we're gone. Tony, play us the hell out of it. Laying this out.